Welcome to the Blended Kingdom Families Podcast. We are your hosts, Scott and Vanessa Martindale, the founders of Blended Kingdom Families. Our ministry serves to equip marriages, unite families, and ignite faith so that you can flourish an abundant kingdom life. We pray that our podcast blesses you today. Welcome to Blended Kingdom Families. My name is Vanessa Martindale and I'm one of the founders and I have two very special friends uh, with me today, Jenny and Tanner Phillips. They were Mm -hmm. here with us not too long ago on the most recent uh, podcast and you guys, um, just welcome back. So glad to have you all back here again. Thanks for having us. Yeah, no problem. And Jenny and Tanner have been married 21 years. If you missed the last episode, I'm just going to recap here. 21 Mm -hmm. years of marriage. Mm -hmm. That's that's a long time. We have a lot that we can learn from them, you guys. Um, They have three awesome kids, one daughter, two sons, the cutest little Frenchy bulldog, Gus Gus. Oh my gosh, he is so cute. Um, They're into fitness, love their family time. I love watching all the trips that you guys take together. It's so amazing. Um, And that y'all love Jesus, like absolutely love Jesus. So, so glad that y'all are back here today. Jenny is a pastor, writer, yep. and soon to be author of a six week Bible study called Know Who You Are in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so it's all about your identity in Christ. Cannot wait for that to come out. Um, yeah, it is going to do some amazing things, change some lives. And I'm just so excited for you. Thanks. And Tanner here um, just recently left commercial. Um, I'm sorry, project management in residential business mm-hmm. and is on a journey with God. Right. And he is Holy Spirit filled. <laughs> and I just love that. Um, and I just love you just, we talked about this last time, but just your obedience, just to step out um, and what God is calling y'all to do during this time. And so mm-hmm. we've been praying for y'all and I'm just excited to see where he's going to take you guys to this yeah, next weird. season <laughs> together. Yeah. 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 I know. Um, I know, Jenny, we were talking and, and, you know, you said that you guys, you feel like, you know, you might be called to something to do something together, Mm -hmm. but I just see it. And I I think I've always seen that with you guys. You have just so much wisdom and knowledge um, and just your love for Jesus. I mean, it really, like, you just really reflect that. And so I'm just so thankful for that. Thank you. But you guys, today, um, we're just going to talk a little bit about just some ways that we can just implement, you know, faith and Mm -hmm. grow that faith and strengthen that in our families. I think especially during this time, you know, with COVID and Mm -hmm. being quarantined inside, how we can take this time, you know, how God can take something that was meant for evil Mm -hmm. by the enemy, um, but use it for good, you know, and we have all of this time with our kids. And for some of us, it's the most time that we've ever had with our children, because for some of us who work, you know, you only see them maybe an hour or two in the morning, you're working all day and then you have a couple of hours in the evening. Mm -hmm. Um, But now we are with each other all day Mm -hmm. and we're homeschool teachers and we are chefs and (laughs) we are maids and, you know, amongst other things. And so it's just a really sweet time that we can really press Mm -hmm. into the Lord as a family. Mm -hmm. Um, Because for a lot of families, you know, you may get that one or two days a week at, you know, church on Sunday or Wednesday night at Bible study. Um, So you guys, what are some things that you do as a family to help grow and strengthen your family together? Well, I know that, you know, this, everything that's going on with Corona, Mm -hmm. it's, it's not from God, right? You know, obviously, but anything that the enemy, you know, tries to do that God can um, turn it to good. And so we need to take this time. And even though, 
we pray for it to stop. We need to also ask God, okay, what do you want to do in our family during this time? And so for our family, and um, I believe many families, is he's taken people back. And so you said that many families, and I ran a child care center for 20 years. And so I was the one that was with the children when their parents dropped them off. You know, some parents would drop them off at seven in the morning and they didn't pick them back up till 5.30 or six in the evening. And then they ran to sports and drove through somewhere for dinner and rush home, homework, bathe, bed. So I really see this time of God taking the family back into family. That's good. And so obviously um, we want COVID and everything that's going on with it to stop and people be able to go back to work because we understand it's a financial hardship to some families. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, God is for family. Yes. And the original family, that's what we did. You worked together, you lived together, you did everything together. Church was together. Um, you know, the sons went and worked with the dads on the farm and just everything like that. Yeah. And um, for years and years and years. And it's just been, I would say, in the last few hundred years that that's, you know, somewhat changed. And families have been somewhat separated. Mm-hmm. And someone else is raising our kids. And I'm not against that right, um, right. because I obviously um, was child care center director. Yeah. But I see a time where a connection can happen. Mm-hmm. And there's been so many prophecies of 2020 being the year of rest. And so if it's the year of rest and then a huge revival coming. Mm-hmm. So what a good time for God to take the family yeah. home and get everybody healthy, whole, solid and together. So that way families can go out and minister so good. Him to the earth. Yeah. Instead of it being separated and men going their ways and women going their ways, mm-hmm. but we can come together with our children. No, that's good. Yeah, you know, it says to train up a child in the way they should go, mm-hmm. but unfortunately in our culture, you only spend mm-hmm. 20% of the day with that child. So how much training are you really getting in? Someone else is training them. Hopefully you've chosen them wisely. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's a good opportunity to get some of that training in, mm, you know, yeah. um, and, and maybe moving forward when things quote unquote go back to normal, mm-hmm. it's not, we're going back to normal. It's, you know, we've, we've made some changes. We're going to make a shift right. here and there, mm-hmm. you know, whatever I have to do to, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure that there's parents that are going to learn lessons about their children now that they're with them all day. You oh, know, yeah. Gonna... <laughs> it wasn't sure. the teacher's problem. <laughs> right, yeah. Some of them are getting introduced to their children for the first time. Sure. You know, yeah. And, and so, um, you know, hopefully we can, you know, we can just put a little more emphasis on training that right. child in the way they should go and not necessarily, you know, we can get so driven by earning so that we can provide the things we want to provide that time slips by and now they're grown and we didn't really get that that training in the way we should so Mm -hmm. hopefully hopefully it's just a good reset you know yeah no that's really good and and I think one thing that you know you know Jenny your bible study is on identity Mm -hmm. and you know, like you both were saying, just our society, we've placed so much of our identity on our profession. Um, you know, um, for some people, even ministry, you know, you know, it it can be our sports or athletics, Mm -hmm. or, you know, we can find identity even in grades if you're going to school and things like that. And so, you know, um, with this reset that we're taking, I know one thing that, that God showed me that really convicted me and I had to repent was the areas in my life where, um, I wasn't depending on him Mm -hmm. on certain things, you know? And so, um, 
And so with doing that, you know, and being home with the boys, um, it's been very sweet because we have been able, you know, to minister to them more, um, disciple them. And, you know, we were just talking uh, right before we started filming about how they've been watching uh, videos that our church puts out. And, you know, it's just, and and it's coming out more, you know, they're like, oh, God's with me, you know, in conversation or when, like I was telling you the story about one of our sons zipped up our other son inside of the couch cushion. When you have four boys, you just, you know, you, <laughs> you don't go with it. You just, yeah, you just deal with it. And so Scott is like, don't zip your brother up inside the couch. And Shay's like, it's okay, dad, God's with me. And I'm like, hey buddy, that's awesome. You know, um, but, uh, but you know, and so yeah. you do, I am learning, you know, things about them. And, you know, whenever we watched, um, Easter Sunday service, Shay repeated the prayer Mm -hmm. um, to accept Jesus into his heart. And I was just like, if we had not been right in this time, like, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and so, you know, it is a time um, that God can use for good. And so, um, so next question, guys, um, you know, what are some things that you do in your home with mm-hmm. your kids that, that, or what have y'all done during this time that, that you've seen that's helped strengthen your family and, you know, grow your faith and. Well, like even church. Um, so we all still get up, we mm-hmm. all come in there we have church together, but when the service is over, it's been really neat because church isn't over. We've noticed that the communication, and our kids are older, our daughter's 20 and our boys are 15 and 13. Yeah. Um, but we've continued the conversation of what the pastor was speaking about mm-hmm. and we continue to you know, go through it. And even a lot of times we would leave church and you're rushing home, everybody's hungry, you gotta hurry up and start lunch. So you don't have that time to actually process mm-hmm. everything. So we've really had that time to just process through the message. And we've even noticed um, our 15 year old, well, all of them, even the 20 year old, they'll grab the Xbox channel, the controller, and then change it to another sermon. And then like last Sunday, I think we watched three sermons before church was even over. Mm -hmm. And so we're watching sermons in California, in the colony (laughs) and Dallas and just, you know, all over. And so it's been in Kansas City. And so it's been really neat. And so we're hearing all these different messages and we can sit and we can process together Mm -hmm. and really have time. So that's been even the church side of it has been really, really good because church is no longer you know, an hour and a half or two hours, mm-hmm. hurry up and get in the truck, get home because you're hungry. It's let's make lunch while we're still talking about it. That's and good. let's just, you know, for mm-hmm. hours we're discussing it and having church. And we even had communion last Sunday and I didn't have any grape juice. So I um, grabbed little, they look like bathroom Dixie cups and we filled them up with water and grabbed saltine crackers. And mm-hmm. we all sat down and uh, took communion together. And so that was really neat. Yeah, I think you just, really, you just open communication, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you just get time to kind of, to talk and be together. There's nowhere to go. You don't have to rush anywhere. So it's Mm -hmm. just uh, being intentional about not just going to your own room or your own wing and and hiding out, you know, but spending time together, you know. Um, That's good. Transform the garage into a gym. Yeah, 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 yeah basically. Yeah, we had to. So, but it, no, it's been good. I mean, it's, it's, really, it's really, uh, you know, you can go into any situation and be frustrated and think about all the things that you can't do, or you can say, all right, what are we doing yeah. here? Let's do this, yeah. let's do this, let's make the best of it, and, yeah. and then be really surprised at, 
wow, this has worked out pretty yeah. good, you know, so. Yeah. In the evening, we turn on, um, we found The Chosen oh, um, yes. app, so yeah. we've, um, we've all been watching it's been that. Good. It's yeah. been so good, and that really took me just diving into scripture, I want to make sure what I watch is sure. biblically, biblically accurate. Mm -hmm. So I really took the time and opened up all the gospels and started comparing and then realizing that, you know, Luke never walked with Jesus, you mm -hmm. know, and Mark did it. And so it was really neat, the things that I learned just from yeah. watching that and then diving into it to make sure I didn't want to post it on social media until yeah. I found it at everything, you know, was lining up. Sure. And so we took time and we've been watching that. And then like, even my, I feel like my health has gotten better because my, he'll go work out with the older two, but I go with the 13 year old who has so much energy and he's like, mom, let's run, let's run. And so he's looking behind me and making me run and I'm dying. And he's, he's like this drill sergeant, like, let's go. And the next time he gets on his bike and says, I have to keep up with him. That's and so I was funny. like, no. Yeah. And so I'm getting healthier because he's pushing my 13 year olds pushing me. And so it's been really, it's really, the schedules like, yeah, I will say totally off. They, they stay up late. I go to bed, but our time has been we've really we've really gotten together when we have maybe gone on each other's nerves the next day you know we we yeah. spoke about it like hey yeah. when you did this I felt like this mm -hmm. and you I felt like you kind of rolled your eyes or like threw your head back and so we're learning to parent together a little mm -hmm. bit better and uh, we have kids you know our three kids are in all different stages because one's yeah. an adult mm -hmm. and uh, but still living at home and so we're you know, you get to, you never stop learning with kids because you think you've got down what they need to learn in one stage. And then the next thing you know, she's 20 so cool. and she's yeah. your friend. And yeah. yeah, it's so new. Yeah. I think if you have older kids too, it's a chance for them to watch you manage something that you didn't cause or want to go through or right, have right. any control over. Right. You know, they feel like they're never in control because they're a kid. Yeah. Now their parents not in control and, and, you know, it's a chance for you to kind of display how you should handle it, mm -hmm. you know, how you should walk through it, the, you know, the attitude you can yeah. have, the things you can do, you know, make the best of it. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's really good. That's really good. And, you know, just being in close quarters, like you're kind of like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say forced to, <laughs> you yeah. know, mm -hmm. be close together, but, you know, I can see with blended families, it can be a great opportunity to just learn more about one another. Um, yes you know, and help building that unity. And so, you know, one of the things when y'all were talking about, um, you know, like how church doesn't just stop, like after you watch church every day with the boys, um, we try to do Bible in the morning with like their schoolwork. Yes. So they get to choose, um, a story out of the Bible. And usually it's Daniel, it, you know, and the giant mm -hmm. tigers, I'm trying to think of the last three, but they like go to the same ones. I'm like, we're going to do something different. So let's do this, you know, but then we always do worship and it's just really neat. Um, um, like you said, how, yeah. you know, it can carry throughout your day because now they're into catching bugs. We got bug catchers for Easter. And so, you know, they're like, oh God and the animals and in nature and this mm -hmm. and that, you know, and just kind of like seeing him everywhere. And so it's been really sweet. Mm -hmm. it, it has. And yeah. even with us being home with, um, with us not being gone, we're able to talk to them, you know, okay, yeah. what did you dream about? What, That's cause I, I'm a dreamer and he's a dreamer. So we can talk to them about, okay, God speaks to you in dreams. And so it's been really neat that we're home, yeah. even though, um, I'm still working, I can take some time and really process with the kids and say, yeah. okay, did you go talk to Jesus today? What, what did you hear? What did, what was your dreams about? And really seeing them go deeper in this yeah. time because 
there's not a schedule to leave and be out with all your friends, all that distraction mm -hmm. has died away. Yeah. So you can either fill that distraction with TV shows, mm -hmm. which right now there's like a popular TV show that everybody's putting on social media and everybody's about, you know, with a tiger in it. And so- yeah, I haven't seen this. I I'm haven't like, either. Tiger, tiger, I haven't, yeah. I don't think you want to. I don't think oh, you want okay. to. I've heard about it, I haven't seen it. But <laughs> you can either fill your time with that. Sure. Mm -hmm. and, and things that really aren't going to produce anything, any fruit, and right. it's not going to take you, you mm -hmm. know, further with God, mm -hmm. or you can take the time and you can really press more into Jesus, read your Bible more, yeah. pray more, be intentional with your family more. And so it's really, it's been a really yeah, good time. It's taken away your excuse of I don't have time. So yeah. now you don't have no, any excuses. Good. You have mm -hmm. time. No, that's, yeah. really that's good. all you have. So, that's good. you know, yeah. you're not going to be able to use that excuse anymore. Mm -hmm. No, that's really good. And, you know, one thing Scott and I, we, we started implementing just for our marriage during this time, because, you know, you're, you're, you're around your kids now more than, than you, most of us have ever been in the longest <laughs> time, but you know, we, we still need to make that time yeah. for like us sure. time. Yeah. And sure. so, you know, we've been doing this thing where we've been setting the clock early so that we get up and we yes. have time together. And then in the evening, once the boys go to bed, I mean, we're just trying to like cut off all, right. you know, phone, emails, whatever it is, have some time together. Um, but one thing that, that we did is I'm, I'm kind of a journal, um, Mm -hmm. order. I like yes. journals. I don't know why. So I have all these journals. Um, and so, uh, so we have a journal and it's a prayer journal. And so we've started where I, um, like if I need prayer for something like mm -hmm. writing out, I need prayer for this or vice versa. And then they come in and feel like I would write hymns, like a right. word of encouragement or whatever, you know, and you can pray for each other, but it's something that we can do for each other mm -hmm. as a married couple in this time, just to kind of like, That's you good. know, yeah, you know, just, stay connected or, yeah. you know, sure. whatever. But, um, what are some things that you guys have been doing to help, you know, keep your marriage strong and healthy during this time? Nothing. In, <laughs> I wouldn't say we do anything really intentional. Um, I would say yeah. that it's more of a, but we also don't have little kids. Yeah. We don't yeah. have little, we guys have anymore. time. Mm -hmm. You know, we had that. We, we don't have little ones anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, we do, we walk a lot. We do. Um, we go on family walks That's or good. even walks just me and him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're, you're wanting to get out of the house. You're wanting to move around. I'm, I'm, I'm a mover, so mm -hmm. I can't stand sitting around too often. So we like to go on walks. We like to, we talk, you know, we've grown a lot in our relationship yeah. or now we can talk a lot more. We, yeah. you know, we don't, we don't really have to work on connection anymore. We kind of have gotten connected and yeah. we're, we're functioning from that place. So we don't have two and three year olds. Yeah. It's a little, we're in a different, time. our house yeah. is a little yeah. different structure yeah. than yours is. So, right. Yeah. Um, we, uh, the drive, we, we went and we just got out of the city cause I mean, nothing's open, but we went on a drive and just went around, uh, I think it was Lake Ray Roberts mm -hmm. Lake, and we drove around that, and it was just beautiful. I and saw your picture. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're dri we like to drive. We like to see. I mean, you know, we yeah. one weekend, I was like, okay, Friday, I'm going to get off work. We're driving eight hours down to southwest Texas. <laughs> yeah. We're hiking Saturday. We're hiking Sunday. We're driving back Sunday night and going to be at work Monday morning. Yep. I'm like, let's go. go. It was actually awesome. It was really fun. Yeah. But the That's family's great. like, what are we doing, what Mom? Are we doing? <laughs> like, why are you? I mean, I think my daughter only went for the Insta pictures. I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure. Oh, I mean, you know, we're, why are we driving 16 hours? And we even got pulled. We, um, we're stopped, stopped by the Border Patrol. Border, yeah, we, yeah. They thought by this odor in the back of the truck, there was probably a body. 
Yeah, we concealed human is what they call it. A concealed human. Yeah, oh my goodness. It, it was um, dirty it was laundry. <laughs> it was dirty laundry? Are you serious? <laughs> yes, that it was. so funny. Yeah, it was. Oh my goodness. And so um, <gasps> that that was fun. And But, you know, our house isn't, you know, it's nothing big. It's nothing grand. It's nothing great. And neither... Neither are many yards in Texas, like we're from Kansas, where you have beautiful yards. So you can either look at that and you can complain, or you can say, let's go do something. We drove out to Lake Worth and we hiked Lake Worth. I like to hike. Yeah. I don't want to be stuck inside. I hate going to gyms. I'd rather go running outside. So we find a lot of outside stuff to do. And thank God we're in Texas where the weather is nice, allows us to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're up north where it's you know, the weather's not quite nice yet. That would be rough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and every morning we're up way before our kids because mm-hmm. they're older. So they sleep in. Um, so we have quiet time every morning together. That's you know, good. coffee and our Bible time. That's good. Yeah. Do y'all do like, do you, like Tanner, do you have quiet time? Jenny, you have your quiet time and then y'all come together or Mm-mm. do you both do it together? We're just, we don't do it together. We're in the same room. Okay. I have my own. He has his own, but like I'd be sitting there. He's sitting here. Yeah. And if, if I feel something, you know, he's reading his own thing. I'm reading my own. We might process together, mm-hmm. you know, hey, I read this. What do you think? Yeah. But like, I mean, I'm aware that if he gets up and he leaves and he goes back to that closet, like I'm not going back there. He's having some alone time. And there's times that all of a sudden I'll be like, I need to go. Mm-hmm. So I'll get up. I'll go back to the closet by myself, shut the door and just get on my face and just yeah. pray and worship. That's and so, great. you know, we do do those times, but yeah, we're in the same room. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah. What advice could you give? And I'm, I'm sure some people that are listening to this are like, wow, that sounds awesome and cool, but like have never even done that before. You right. know, may not even know where to begin. And especially maybe with blending in a new family, you right. know, husband and wife, you wanted, you know, you, you, you want to, um, you know, be doing things God's way and, mm-hmm. and, um, and, um, and, you know, building that faith foundation. And so where can, wh- what advice can you give for, for blended families? Like just where to begin with that in a quiet time together as a couple? And I'd say ours just now has began, became together because we haven't always, our schedules didn't allow us to do it together. Yeah. Our schedules yeah, right true. now allow us to, mm-hmm. but when he worked and I worked a split shift, mm-hmm. um, I would get up before anyone else in the family and I would leave for work and then I would come home and then they would be leaving for um, preschool or school and he'd be leaving for work. Then I got to have quiet time by myself. But when I had two and three year olds at home and they weren't at preschool yet, I, I wasn't ashamed to like give them just a ton of toys or Cheerios or something, probably yeah. not real healthy to eat just uh-huh. so I could have that time, you know, with Jesus. Time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes his are, you know, in his truck. And I mean, it's yeah, always different. Um, you just have to roll with your schedule, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, I, I would just say start. Yeah. You don't have to good. come up with a, yes. a grand scheme. Mm-hmm. Just start, whether it's listening to something on the radio, whether it's yeah. listening to a podcast, whether it's, it's listening to the Bible just audibly in your mm-hmm. car if you're if you are working um yeah you know obviously getting up early and starting it fresh right. is works the best for me because mm-hmm. it kind of sets the tone for the day yeah um That's good. but just start you don't have to have a plan or right. a, a you know there's no magic trick and it mm-hmm. works some people 
you know, I know plenty of people who don't process real well in the morning. They're not morning people. Sure. So yeah. they just know it's useless for me to get up at five mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. barely be awake while I stare at these pages. I got nothing out of it. Mm -hmm. But at 10 o'clock, they're pretty aware. So yeah. they spend right. an hour in the word before they go to sleep. That's not a bad idea either. You know, I would just say start, play around with it. Yeah. You know, just, see what works. Just, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, that's really good. And I like how you said, you know, when you both are in, in your quiet, you know, space together, you know, how you can bounce the word off one mm -hmm. another, right. oh, what sure. you may yeah. interpret it or take away from it, or the Holy Spirit gives to you, Tanner, Jenny, you know, you right. could have something different. And, you know, that's one thing um, Scott and I do in the evening is we read together. And so he doesn't like it when I read out loud. It's so funny, but I like it when he reads out loud, but he doesn't like reading out loud. And so he's like, we're just going to read it separately and then we'll come together and we'll talk about it. Um, and, and, and we have two different translations and, or, you know, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. it's different and both are study Bibles. So, you know, right. it's good, but, um, but, you know, I would say, you know, for a couple that that's another good way to do that because what one may think it may mean or interpret it as, right. you know, the other, you know, mm -hmm. may not. And mm -hmm. so, um, is there any, um, I was going to say, is there any like Bible or like devotional or anything that you guys used when y'all first started, you know, doing it together? Or was there anything that any resource that you could give any of the listeners? I wouldn't say we've ever read the same thing at the same, like oh, when wow. we read together, mm -hmm. it's not us reading together because, um, I don't think, have we? I mean, because what I'm I'm going after is what I'm needing. What he's going after is what he's needing. Gotcha. So it's not yeah. at the same time. So we don't pick the same. Like, we're not both in Matthew 6 at the same time in Matthew 7. Gotcha, yeah. When he's in there, he might be in 2 Corinthians, and I'm in Colossians. And it is funny, though, when we end up reading, I'm like, oh, I'm here. And he's like, oh, I just read that, you know. And so we can awesome. kind of go through that. But yeah. when I first started, I just... I don't think there were any Bible studies or devotionals did mm -hmm. when I first started. I just, just ate the Bible. Yeah. Like I, I also did a 180 for my walk. Mm -hmm. I was going this way and it was like full destruction and then it was boom. Yeah. And so mine was a 180 switch where his was probably more of a gradual. The process, yeah. Yes. And mine was boom. Where mine was, it was before iPhones or anything like that. So okay. I would be at red lights with my Bible open. Oh my goodness. Uh, and just like reading, watching the light. Cause I couldn't, I couldn't get enough. I would turn on Clifford for my daughter and she'd watch Clifford because that's, you know, what cartoon was on then or, um, dragon tales. I don't know, just different ones. And I would just read the Bible as much as I could. Yeah. Then a few years later, I found out that there was um, Christian television shows. Mm. And I was like, where'd these come from? So I'd start, yeah, so I'd start, but, um, radio. So uh -huh. a lot of radio sermons and, um, the Bible. And then a few years later, I just, I did Beth Moore Bible studies. And I would say I grew so much when I did those because they weren't short devotionals and nothing's wrong with a devotional. But what it did was it took me to dive in deep. Mm -hmm. And if you enjoy studying and learning, obviously, if you don't enjoy, like, if you're not one that enjoys studying or something like that, you might not enjoy it. But hers were really deep for me at that time. Mm -hmm. So I really had to go down and, like, one day study took me 45 minutes yeah. because it took you in so many different scriptures. And so I really grew in that time. I would just say always look for 
what you enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't necessarily compare to what your husband's doing because yeah. he enjoys watching car stuff on TV and I hate it. It's a waste of time for me or basketball. So we might not both be interested in studying the same thing in the Bible at the same time. Sure. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. So one thing that I was going to say, you guys, is that, you know, when you were talking about, you don't necessarily have to study the same thing that your husband is studying or vice versa, but, you know, just going after, you know, what Mm -hmm. it is that you're seeking from the Lord during this time. Um, And I think one thing that I've learned is that, you know, when Jenny, when you were talking about um, how you did like a complete 180 and Tanner, yours was kind of like a process and in marriage, how, um, you know, sometimes we want to be our spouse's Holy Spirit. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so, and when you said that, I, I thought about that because, you know, a lot of times in, in, you know, in any type of marriage, Mm -hmm. whether you're a blended family or not, and it's your first marriage or second marriage, um, you know, we, we can, we can look at our, our spouse and be like, Oh, well, you're not doing that right. And you're not reading your Bible (laughs) enough. And I'm not seeing you in your closet. Well, where are you at in your spiritual walk? And, you know, Uh um, but just, you know, knowing that, that, that we aren't our spouse's Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit is. And so can you give any advice or just any wisdom on that? Because, um, I know that that was something that I really struggled with in Mm -hmm. our marriage for the longest time. Um, and it, and it really, it it really put a wedge in between Scott and I, and I didn't, uh, understand how, you know, my faith could do that, but, but I was, it was, it was a spirit of religion. That, that I brought into oh, yeah. my home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but can you yeah. give any advice on that? Because I'm, I, I know I'm not the only one, and oh, yeah. you know, people experience like, that. We, it's easy to complain and nag, thinking somebody mm-hmm. needs to be up to a certain point. Sure. And you know, I told you I did those Bible studies by Beth Moore, and something she said that she prayed over her husband, and I thought it was really neat. So it's like we a lot of times go into prayer, and then we end up saying, you know change my husband, do this, do this, change my kids, do this, do this. And something I learned from her is to start praying prophetically over him. Thank you, God, that Tanner is the spiritual leader of the home. Thank you, God, that Tanner, you know, seeks you more than I seek you. Thank you, God, that Tanner is seeking everything from you to pour into the family. And so with with that study, I was able to learn how to change mm-hmm. how I prayed. And I realized if I had, you know, a problem or something, a lot of times, like, because I did make the change before I surrendered before he did, mm-hmm. um, he was still watching TV shows that I, I just didn't want to watch. And so yeah. instead of, and there, I mean, there were times, but I learned to not say, what are you watching? Why are you watching that? Stuff like that. I would just, it says in first or second Timothy, the wife needs, the submissive wife can actually change her husband and the, you know, being gracious and merciful and everything like that. So I didn't need to sit there and say, you need to change. This is this. Um, I went to my room. I chose to not watch that TV show. So I would go to my room and I would read my Bible. I'm sure he would see me. I might have prayed conviction, you know. <laughs> I mean, I might, have, I might have prayed that, um, but then in his own time, mm-hmm. he changed. Because if I nagged and nagged him, it wasn't going to get him to change. It wasn't going to get him to seek Jesus, his heart wanting to seek. It's almost like tithe. You can nag and nag mm-hmm. at someone in the church to tithe, but is it a heart offering then? 
sense. Or is it because out of like compulsion? Mm -hmm. So um, I just would go to my room and I would read my Bible and worship or turn on music. I remember, again, there wasn't iPhones then. So I remember going into your office and turning on, okay, so there was YouTube then. Um, the, the Crab Family, I don't even know if they're still, but for some reason there was one song that they sang mm -hmm. and I would play it over and over and over again. And I would sit in the office with this music video playing, worshiping and just finding things like that to do then. Obviously now we have so many more options on our phone at any yeah. point to be able to, you know, look up videos or songs, but that's, that's probably how I, I learned to say that, you know, look, God didn't put you on the earth to die for your husband. Mm -hmm. It's not your job to save him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Obviously you're yes. going to, you know, you're going to do your part. Mm -hmm. You're going to mm -hmm. lead by example, but mm -hmm. God has a plan for your husband as well or yeah. your spouse, you know? Yeah. So it's not like it's on you, obviously, right. you know? Yeah. Um, and it kind of goes back to the COVID thing. He's in control. Mm -hmm. If, if you have that peace mm -hmm. that he is in control, that he, knows everything before yeah. it happens, has a plan, works all things for the good, yeah. then you don't have to stress about how do I make this person do this or how do I make this person do that? that yeah. And that gives you that heart to say, okay, I just take it to prayer yeah. like she said. And it's yeah. just a different, it's a shift. And obviously that shift has a better effect than mm -hmm. the nagging, mm -hmm. you know, and, or, or mm -hmm. you know, pointing it out or bring it to their attention or something because you do want it to be you wouldn't want your spouse to read the Bible to satisfy you. You want them to yeah. read it because it's going to satisfy them and right. the longing in their spirit, you know? Yeah, same with adult children. Mm. If you nag, it's, it's just going to pull them away. Or you mm. can say, you know what, God? You love them more than I love them. Right. I trust you with mm. them. Mm -hmm. And so I give them to you. And so there is a trust. You have yeah. to really, you have to really trust God that he loves that person more than you, yeah. obviously knowing that that person has free will. Mm -hmm. I mean, we get that, but, um, that God's doing what he can to get that person to look at him too. No, that's mm -hmm. so good. No, that's really, really good. Yeah. And Jenny, you had, um, you recently did a, a live on mm -hmm. um, your Facebook page. If y'all are not following Jenny, she has a Facebook page <laughs> and social media page <laughs> called Jen Phillips. Yes. Jen Phillips. Yeah. yeah. So go that page. She's always giving, um, just amazing, you know, just Thanks. spiritual biblical truth on there. And I just love it. But you did a live and you were talking about the faith muscles and when, yes. you know, talking about how, especially during this time, like, you know, whenever you're, you know, comparing it to the body, you know, you need to, you need rest, mm -hmm. you need to eat and you need water. And so I think during this time, those are that's something that we could really talk about, especially with being at home and in right. quarantine, but how we can build our faith muscles and mm -hmm. spiritual muscles. Will you yeah. go a little bit into that? Oh yeah. I mean, like I learned it from him um, at how closely related the physical body mm -hmm. and your spirit is. Mm -hmm. So your physical body is going to be weak if you don't work it out, if you don't feed it correctly mm -hmm. and give it pure water. Yeah. And so it's going to be sick. It's going to be lethargic and it's just not going to be healthy. And so you also have to do the same thing with your spirit. It needs to, you know, your spirit have rest, feed it well, the, you know, the word and Holy Spirit, you know, give it that, that pure water. But even the fact of not, um, pulling away from the hard things, like yeah. to 
to, and you can speak on this, but to gain physical muscle, mm -hmm. you lift weights and the way it grows, if I'm correct, is you tear that muscle. Mm -hmm. And it's the next day when you rest it that it actually repairs and that's where the growth comes. Mm -hmm. So the same that's with right. your spirit, yeah. you're gonna go through things. And it's kind of cool because when I was reading through scripture, Paul says you str he strives to get in rest. Mm. And so there is a fighting, there's a battle, there's a striving to get your mind and your soul into that rest. Mm. And so when you get into that, that's where you grow. And so it's that spiritual muscle that you're also growing. You're growing through the word, you're going, growing through prayer, through worship and different things like that. And that's where your spirit man grows, just like your actual physical muscles. That's good. Yeah. yeah that's really good. Yeah, and that's why it's just, critical to take advantage of the time that you have now, you know? Oh, that is good. Mm -hmm. Even fasting. Mm. Sure. Fasting is so like on the physical side, yeah. the disease mm -hmm. and everything that they're saying now, um, scientifically, how it heals certain diseases in your body and illnesses. Mm -hmm. If you fast for mm -hmm. a few days, mm -hmm. the same happens with your spirit. Your, um, your soul, your, you know, your, your flesh dies. Mm. And so it's helping that spirit man to rely completely on Jesus. Yeah. And, uh, so I would even say this might be a time when you're not out and you're not being as active. Mm -hmm. It might be a time where you could start looking into fasting. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about fasting? You want to speak a little bit on it? For some people well, who may not, you know, uh -huh. fully exactly. understand it. Yeah. Cause it's one of those topics people are like, what? You know, yeah. Really yeah. I mean, it's, it can be broad. I mean, you know, most of the time it's, Fasting is just giving something up, right? Mm -hmm. So, it, you know, whether it's something in your life that you're giving up or whether it's food, for me, food works the best just because a lot of the other things are easy. Yeah. Um, I don't think most of the time, if you're choosing something that, oh, I could do that, then that's probably not what you should give up. It's <laughs> yeah. the one that you're like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. You know what I mean? And for me, that's food. Yes. Like I like to eat. So. <laughs> Yeah, you give up food and it can yeah. start as a meal. You mm -hmm. can, it can start for me. It started as, you know, a church wide fast and, and, and I had done the, um, traditional this or that thing. And mm -hmm. then one time I said, okay, I'm just going to fast all food. And it really, I really felt like when it was over, I really felt like I was hearing God mm -hmm. and, and I didn't want to lose that. So it caused me to want to fast, um, on a consistent basis. So I set a time and on that consistent basis, I would do it. Okay. On this mm -hmm. set day, um, I'm not eating. And literally for a certain amount of time, every single time I did it, I could hear God. Wow. And so that just builds that up. And you just, yeah. you're not going to learn about yourself mm -hmm. any better way than not being able to eat or literally dying, you know? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, you don't have to necessarily jump in and do some 40 day fast. Mm -hmm. You know, you can just say, Hey, on <laughs> yeah. Monday, Monday, I'm not going to eat until dinner. Mm -hmm. and, and you just set that time apart and you, you know, you just start it. It's just like your quiet time. It's just like anything else. Yeah. Just try it, start it, see what happens. Mm -hmm. God's going to honor that. He's like, yeah. wow, this guy's not eating because he wants to get to know me. He's going to honor that, Yeah. you know, and then that, That's and good. it just all starts right. from there. We rely so much on food. Sure. And so when we take that away, you end up relying on Jesus. So fill that time with mm -hmm. prayer and with reading. You know, if you're going to sit down for yeah. lunch mm -hmm. instead of sitting down for lunch to eat, sure. sit down. Don't just, and, and I'm a little, I'm not the best faster. I, I'm just not <laughs> like I can do, you know, the day, but when it becomes extended, mm -hmm. I'm the first to say, 
I usually can't read my Bible because I can't focus. Mm. It's if you go on an, an extended fast mm-hmm. um, with no food at all, mm-hmm. that's really hard. And so yeah. to not beat yourself up if you mm-hmm. are, you know, if you do that and just know that after you come out of it, mm-hmm. it's like the angels are singing over you <laughs> taste that first bit of food. And, you know, I was taught that after you fast, you slowly slowly go back into food. Someone else totally That's didn't. Yeah, totally <laughs> didn't. I was told you have like soups or toast. And or so pizza. I heard pizza's a good one to start with. After. Oh, this man, six rolls from Roadhouse with a steak. <laughs> and oh, and I'm so like, funny. what are you doing? You haven't ate in days. And uh, but he was good. So awesome. it's, it's always different. I mean, the first time I fasted, um, well, no, the first time I fasted, it was, it was a serious one because it was over our marriage. And so it actually was no food. But then after that, my next fast were just like, I gave up Diet Coke for 21 days. Um, I gave up peanut butter for 20, like things yeah. like that. And then, um, it's important too to pray about what you yeah, should fast. You sure. know, I mean, for, That's good. for me, I know my go-to is food. Cause it's mm-hmm. the hard, like I said, it's the hard one. It's the one yeah. I'm going to struggle with, but I know yeah. she's I've She's had prayed about it and had some really odd ones that she mm-hmm. was like, ah, I just think this is what I'm supposed to fast. And then it turned out way more difficult than what she thought it was going to be. Yeah, like I love my sleep. And yeah. and one time he told me I had to get up like two hours earlier than my normal wow. alarm clock. And it I would have much rather not ate for 20 days <laughs> until I got two days in. Then I would have been like, no, I'll do that. That's but funny. it was really, it was really hard for me. Yeah. I had to like, there are times I was like, I'll just lay in bed and I'll pray. No, I mean, I had to get out of bed because I'd fall back asleep. And so that one was, that was a hard one because yeah. uh, my kids were younger. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy my sleep. So, mm-hmm. No, that's good. And and how you said you can fast different things. I know for me, I fasted social media for almost two years and it was like the best thing. Right. Yeah. Um, obviously, when we started the ministry, you know, we were like, right, you know, we want to get the good news out. And so, yep. but yeah, I learned, like you said, Tanner, a lot. You learn a lot about yourself in that oh, yeah, time. You, 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 sometimes it'll identify things in yourself. You're absolutely. Like, well, I, I never knew that was there. You know, yes. I've just been so yeah. used to this or so mm-hmm. used to that or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, break things off of you that you didn't even know was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, bondage is a heavy word, but man, there's people that have serious issues with the most elementary things, mm-hmm. you know, and fasting will bring it to the head real quick. Yeah, absolutely. You know? He had me one time fast uh, any negative talk. Oh, and so great. like I couldn't, that's no really frustrated good. words, no, no negative words, no complaining, no, wow. just nothing. <laughs> and him and my daughter, my daughter, what was she like 13 or 14? They were so excited. They were just like <laughs> waiting. Yeah. To so I'm funny. like, stop it. That is <laughs> they, so were, they, they were having fun with that fast. Yeah. No, yeah. I love that. That's so good. And it can just do so much for it us did. again in that time. It brought so much joy. Mm-hmm out of our words, what we speak is life or death. And so it really yeah. changed me. And I yes. think the way you think, you know, mm-hmm. too, and like you said, Tanner, the things that we can attach ourselves to or the bondage or whatever, mm-hmm. and not know that, gosh, like I, I, I've been stinking thinking for yeah. like a yeah. very long yeah. time. Or, you know, um, like I had said with social media, I mean, that's a, that's a big one. That's right. a lot sure. of comparison and, yeah. Oh, it you is. know, yeah, things mm-hmm. that go into that. So... Well, is there anything that you guys would want to say or just give encouragement today as we wrap up Mm -hmm. to anyone that's listening? Is there anything on your heart that you feel like you want to share? I would just say during this time, um, you know, if we've just came out of everything with COVID or anything, 
I would say don't be in a rush to get back to what normal was and actually look at we're in a new normal. And so why don't we, as the new normal, why don't we look at spending more time with family, actually spending time together. Don't rush to get to work. And I would even say don't rush to get back into sports and the busyness of life because I can look back in life and did I have fun in softball and volleyball? I did, but I remember family vacations a lot more than I remember, you know, the softball games or anything like that and just time with my family. So I would say make sure you put the main thing, the main thing. And in America, we've really looked at let's, what is the next thing? What are you going to do with your life? What is, you know, the career? What are you doing? But we need to look more at the soul purpose, the spirit man, and really see if we're building into our children kingdom focus and what God is saying instead of what's the next sport we're going to play. Are we up with the Joneses? Are we doing this thing? Are you thinking of the career you're going to have? I'm not asking my kids what career they're going to have in their high school and young adult age if they're not looking to see what they're going to do with Jesus. They need to ask him is what I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll just probably take a minute to thank you guys for your uh, investing your time and your resources thank into, you. you know, this, yeah. which is, I mean, that's true kingdom work. And, you know, thank you. Yes. a lot of people want to don't want to put their money where their mouth is. And, and you guys have. So that, uh, just well, thank you thank for that. You. No, thank you. We couldn't definitely couldn't do it without mm-hmm. Jehovah Jairus. So he is our <laughs> provider. I mean, that's for sure. And so, um, you guys, I just want to say thank you again for coming on here mm-hmm. and just sharing your hearts and your wisdom and, um, we just love y'all so much I and we will definitely have you back again some other time to talk on something because I'm like, I just, I could sit here all day and talk <laughs> to you guys forever. But sure. you guys, we hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Um, we just pray that this episode blesses you today. So we hope that you have an amazing and blessed week. We bless in all that you do. Guys, thanks so much for listening and watching our podcast. We are so excited that you took the opportunity to listen to Blended Kingdom Families. We hope the information was amazing for you. If you can, please take an opportunity to like, share, comment, leave a review. We would love to get your feedback. Absolutely, you guys. We pray that this podcast blesses you today. We love you and be blessed in all that you do.